the fact that it was overcooked, it was too salty, it curved too far to the right, and it didn't have the proper thickness. All of this, again, was overseen by the USDA and the, and the UCOC, the United Culinary Observation of Kitchen. Hi guys, welcome back to the Bulldogs with Big Jim podcast. Guess what, motherfucker? Some of the information you are about to hear, some may find disturbing. I don't know who gave them this or who gave them the clearance. On the crotch. Oh my lord. Right there. Can we Google that? Yeah, that's what I thought. And then I oh. fucking stumbled down a dark hole. And I love it. Great cake parties. So, you know, if I'm going to believe anybody's bullshit, I'm going to believe mine. It sounds... Uh, not politically correct, but you two motherfuckers need Jesus. What is up, boners? We are back. This is episode 42. What do you think we, we should call this one? Jackie Robinson. Jackie, what? He was number 42, wasn't he? It has to pertain to the episode of what we just talked about. Uh, I don't know. Meat stick. Um, we are going to call this one oh. meat stick. <laughs> okay, I guess so. What's up, boners? This is uh, episode 42, the meat stick. Uh, we, we talk Say about... that with too big of a smile, son. We, talk, <laughs> we, we had a very special guest on today. Uh, we had Joel Munoz of Munoz de Senos. He is a graphic designer based out of the Bay Area. Really cool guy. Uh, the reason why we had him on is because the person, if you're watching this behind me, who is on, on the uh, screen, he was a guy who had his own business, uh, ran it, maybe not successfully, but he still ran it. Uh, eventually, he ended up being charged for murder, Moida as some would say in the South, Moida. And that's why we thought of having Joel on. He's a, he's a, he's a really great guy. He uh, actually showed us our new logo. So you get ready for that reaction because that reaction was fucking awesome. Yeah. What do you think of the, uh, the, uh, the uh, logo? I, you know what? It, like I was telling him about all the stuff that he put in, I didn't realize how, how meaningful it was from the rising sun to the shirt to the beer can to the white goatee all that stuff, all that stuff was uh not sentimental i guess sentimental it's definitely the sentimental. attachment was yeah so it meant a lot to probably to nobody else but to us it's worth a million bucks and the kid is talented and he's only gotten better yeah and he's and only and he's only going to get success. better yeah so yeah, we we have we have uh, Joel Munoz on. Excuse me. And uh, he, like I like I just said, he has this design made for us, and and I can't be any happier that that we have this, and I can't be any happier that we that I was able to meet somebody like him. What I can't be happy about is someone like this, though. So. Let me know if, if you can hear it. Someone, someone's a, a little uh, had a little too much to, to uh, drink. He's a bit heavier set, but what ends up happening is this guy. 
He got a, a, a little sick. You all right over there? He got a little sick. And his buddy's asking him, you know, are are you good, dog? That that's what a friend does. Are you good? And his reaction is, no, I'm not good. And just lets out the most violent puke. <laughs> One of the most violent pukes besides the exorcist that I've ever seen. <laughs> you okay? No, dude, I can't handle Sometimes I can. I'm all right. But I just to uh, see. <laughs> Well, listen, yeah, ladies, right. and, ladies and, and gentlemen, please enjoy episode 42. This is the meat stick, the triple homicide done by the man behind me, Charles Alexander. Stuart Alexander. I still, I still think Jackie Robinson would have been better, but all right. He has nothing to do with the story. Enjoy the episode. It's fun. Um, that's actually pretty fucking cool, though. So what was show... Yeah, what is that? I've never seen that. Yeah. Is that specifically for for is working a, with a tablet, or is that like specifically yeah. for like BDSM? <laughs> so, <laughs> just not to give away any spoilers right here. Hold on. Oh wait, I think I get it. That's more of like so you don't so it doesn't smudge smear. it or something. So right? yeah, so it doesn't read my palm, and I can like oh. draw. Oh, yeah. that's trippy, dude. Yeah, because a lot of times when I'm like drawing, since my palm's right on the screen, it'll read it, and next you know, I'll start drawing. You got like weird fucking lines over here and shit. Yeah, exactly. Is that designed for that, or did you make that up? Oh no, no, dude, this is Amazon, like three bucks. <laughs> really? Yeah, dude, it's like it's a must-have because if not, you're just literally like drawing, and your palm will start drawing with you. So you have two, a nice straight parallel line, and then like a that blob on the side like, <laughs> <laughs> well welcome back everybody welcome back to the podcast we have a uh, returning guest with us mr joel munoz can you AKA, say it right this time let's let's joel. see let's see joel munoz. The, uh, joel munoz the ceo and creator of munoz diseños and fucking dropping mics on on get the shit out of my <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's been practicing. You know what's crazy? Honestly, man? dude, you have no idea. I've been practicing so fucking hard. <laughs> I've given him shit since the last interview, dude. Like almost <laughs> he put like a ball in his mouth and just roll it. Yes, we we have you back. We have a uh, a very special true crime episode. Not only that, though, we have a pretty. Oh, my head's disappearing. We have a uh, pretty cool. Uh, reveal that we would like to show not only ourselves but to everyone watching and or, or listening joel has created something for us um should we do it now or should we do it at the at the end what do you think oh, you guys Jim? yeah it's up to you dude. let's all right let's do it now all right so i am going am, to am i going to be able to see it or just you yeah i'm going to share okay. the screen right now so for everybody watching i gotta full screen it joel has sent us to my email oh oh yeah dude that's perfect no i even got the i even got the 805 beer right now uh, you really <laughs> right here right now i'm drinking the 805 right now yeah uh look and i'm holding the epidemic ales <laughs> that's so fucking Instagram. Cool. 
several times to like see what kind of beer you guys drink. And I was like, oh man, what should I put? I created my own logo, but I'm like, nah, I was like, it'll be cool if I just grab something they like. Look at the hat. That's Look actually, at- dude, that's perfect. <laughs> my, that's the fit. That's the best part of the show. My wife talks about that. Uh, and other friends of ours, they love that intro. You motherfuckers need Jesus. That's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> I like the Arizona, the Arizona sun is the back, right? Yeah. Is it? Or is, is that it? just a sunburst? That well, actually, actually with the arrows. Go ahead, Joel. Go ahead. Oh man, I just added it because I was like, well, you know, let me have something blend in because I have the, you know, the color texture blowing up from your guys' letters. So I'm like, mm, let me add like a rising sunrise. I was like, I don't know how you guys that's, feel about that. I was like, no, well, that's exactly. Yeah, that looks I don't exactly see, like. I don't think my teeth look great. Thank you. Yeah, no shit. Look, look at these. <laughs> look at that. There's no yellow. I, I, I look handsome, Joel. Thank you. <laughs> You know, it's funny, the the red actually came from, like, a maroon shirt. I seen your dad, like, twice on his uh, Instagram. He was wearing, like, this maroon shirt. So I was like, you know what, I'll I'll probably best just pull a maroon color. That's exactly. that's where the maroon came from. I think I have, like, maroon. I think probably have two or three maroon plain shirts and then some shirts. That's all I buy, like this. I go buy, buy, like, four or five at a time. I am so. Dude, you don't even understand, dude. I'm so fucking juiced with this. I'm. Yeah. This is dope. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah, everything so is hand-drawn. Cool. Yeah, I'll send you the rest of the files later. That way you can have the PNG version, PSD, all that. So, yeah, whatever you guys want to so, create with it. Thank so you, So, you could download that and to make stickers and then patches and then hat. You can put all that on there, right? Yeah, when it's a PNG, PNG basically means it's going to have a transparent background. So, you guys can, like, make a sticker out of it, put it on, on it. JPEG is just basically it'll have a solid background. So that would be perfect for like Instagram. Yeah, I didn't know any of those formats. I thought everything was the same. I didn't know JPEG is had that transparent background until someone told me two days ago. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, understand no, I, any of that shit. I just know <laughs> screenshot and say <laughs> that's all I do. Dude, this is so cool. So for everyone who's just listening, and I'll uh, actually share it again because I, I I can't stop li- I can't stop looking at it. For everyone, for everyone who's just listening, uh, Joel has created a badass logo for us, which will now be taking over for everything now. Everything on Instagram, the, the, the podcast logo. It's me on the left wearing an ACBC shirt with a microphone and drinking an Epidemic Ales. Shout out to Epidemic Ales uh, beer. And then Big Jim. <laughs> I don't know. If you yeah, the Sunrise. Yeah. Definitely- yeah. You see the, all those white little dots right there? Yeah. That's those are all dots? Yeah. Oh. Those are anchor points. So basically Damn. what it does is it creates a curve, and then I angle that curve to a certain direction, and that's how you get, like, you know, if you zoom in, it's higher. That's why it looks really nice and sharp, even if you zoom in and then you zoom out pretty far. Like, you still get those nice crisp lines. Yeah, this is super crisp. Oh, so, yeah, all that's done by hand right there. Every angle, every – yeah. I mean, it's, it's fun. I love doing this. So, again, for everybody just uh, just listening, you did all of this by hand, and it's fucking it, – dude, this is phenomenal. Like, I, I can't yeah. even lie. And here's the, here's the cool part. Not only that, the fact that you didn't know that the Rising Sun thing was, like, the Arizona yeah. flag. Which no, is, no idea. Which to yeah, me, that's, that's that's home to me because that's where that's where I grew up. So just that right. alone is like holy shit, dude. 
that's where I started listening to podcasts when podcasts started coming out in the early 2000s when the radio took a really big hit and a lot of DJs uh, went private and a lot of people, I think in the 08 uh, housing crash, a lot of DJs went private and they were doing what we're doing. They just didn't call it podcasting at the time. Yeah, It was just remote, remote audio, remote uh, recording. And right. now podcast is where it's at because of them. And like I said, really, that's, like, that's the birth uh, of podcast, man. So podcast isn't even that old then. No, wow. podcast. I mean, they always had talk radio, like KGO, if you're from the Bay Area, KGO or um, news talk radio, all that stuff. But it was more like a, a commercial, more of a commercial. It wasn't like, it was like watching, it was like listening to the news on TV. But podcasting was uncensored. The people, I, I mean, the people that I listened to back then, uh, I would say that, that got me into it was uh, Sam Phillips, which is this girl. She was an ex-Penthouse playmate. She starred in the uh, horror film Phantasm. She, uh, she was a Frosty photographer. Now, she's not, she was on the same channel as Frosty Hyde and Frank. And then now she's a, uh, she has her own channel on the Penthouse Network. Tom Likas, uh, Krista yeah. Garner, these all came out of L.A. Um, a lot of people. So, but yeah, the whole Rising Sun's perfect. It, it's really dead on from what me and Jim started from. So it's perfect. Nice, it nice. couldn't get any better. Couldn't get any better. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was meant to be then. <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad you took your time. Shit, I'm glad we didn't rush. Or I wasn't rushing you. He wasn't. I definitely, and that's what I was saying. Like you were sending me like little snippets here and there, and I was like, "Nah, dude, just just whatever you're you're doing, just hold <laughs> off on it." But I mean, even if you go back to those snippets, just look at the difference from those, like you know, drafts that I did compared to this one. Yeah. Oh no, there's 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 differences for sure. But I mean, holy shit, dude, that's just that's insane. Yeah, it's great. That's I can't so wait fucking to start cool. Printing shit. That's so fucking. That's definitely cool. got to be our sticker. It has to be absolutely, yeah. And then, and then, when you said you could split it too, I'm fucking, I'm over the yeah. Moon. I could split it and put you guys in, in individual names on each one. Yeah, yeah. setting them all that. Hell yeah. So with that being said, let's get into thank this you. crazy. Thank uh, you. Yeah, that thank you. No, thank you. Problem, man. Seriously, it was fun. It was my pleasure to be honest. Thank you. I mean, we're definitely going to be using you for everything from now on. <laughs> so we brought you on because one, obviously for this dope ass logo and two, because of this story being very similar in the sense of uh, business. So you started your own business, which Munoz de Senos, uh, See, see, I'm getting better, man. I'm telling you, uh, it's your own sticker business. It's uh, or or would you call it a sticker business, or what exactly w would you call it? Uh, it's like graphic designs. The stickers yeah, are just yeah. a product of uh of my, some of my designs that I like pronounce so people can have like take my own personal artwork. But I get commission for like clothing brands, logos, you know, business cards, all that random assortment stuff. So we brought you on because you you haven't you being a, kind of like a, a Andre what are they called an entrepreneur person entrepreneur that's the word that Jesus, I don't know how to pronounce water tonight 
<laughs> no, actually, speaking of, I'm drinking the Aroma Coma. Oh, okay. From Drake. San Leandro. Yes, sir. And we're going to talk about a gentleman who has three names. So very similar to Ricky Bobby. Uh, he has three first names. His name is <laughs> Charles Stuart Charles Alexander. He's more commonly known, which is this guy right behind me. He's more commonly known as the Sausage King. Now, if you're thinking, did this guy have a huge cock? Yeah. No. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that at all. Well, I probably was. <laughs> Pervert. I'm going to have your wife check your <laughs> browser history. <laughs> well, that's, that's terrible. Yeah. Don't, don't have her do that. Yeah, he, she's got to click on the private tab. That's a regular <laughs> one, the private tab. <laughs> so this guy was born in uh, 1961 on March 22nd. He was of Portuguese heritage, and I guess much like the Filipinos, they eat a lot of linguiça sausage. Sausage, yeah. Sausage. Now, also, just to let everybody know, including Joel, uh, Big Jim is not left in the dark on this one. You have a lot of info with this story. Mm-hmm. You actually, I think, I think when I first brought it up to you, you knew a, a good, a, a good chunk of info about this story. Yeah, we had just moved it to Arizona about a year before this all happened. But I currently live just a mile, maybe two miles south of where that building's at. I used to pa- I passed it all the time, actually. Oh, shit, we all did. I'm sure Joel's even passed it. I-, I know I have, and I never even knew that happened up until last year when I really started researching yeah. this. So, Wait, what year did this happen? Uh, the actual oh, incident took, actually, took place the in 2000, 2000. Yeah. June. Why, June Y2K. Exactly. <laughs> That's when everybody was supposed to die last time, or the time before last. Well, this dude lost his mind, so... Yeah, he... So, if there is anything that I miss, please feel free to jump in and and, and uh, cover for me. Oh, well. So, he was the middle child of Father Herman Alexander. He was also known as Tweety. And his mother, Shirley Parrott. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's actually her, her, her last name is Parrott. Stewart was the heir of the Linguise, Santos Linguisa sausage, sa, sausage Factory. He wasn't. His brother was. Well, he, well, initially, his yeah. died in the accident, right? Right. So his, so his older brother, Stefan, was the heir of it, but because he died in a motorcycle accident, which I was getting to, sorry, uh, he Stewart then inherited this company. So that's why, again, Joel, I, I wanted to bring you on because you're not inheriting a company, but you're kind of creating and, and, and rising to the top with, with your own uh, graphic design company, which is still badass in, in and of itself. And actually, speaking of, you, and correct me if, if I'm wrong, but your sister also has her own little thing going on too, correct? Bonita. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm her personal graphic designer. Uh, it's called Bonitas Fresitas. Uh, she basically makes like chocolate dipped strawberries and um, chamoy. She also does the uh, chocolate breakable hearts. Dude, that's that yeah. that chamoy is hella good. It is. It's that's fire. so good. <laughs> so this company was actually created by his his great aunt in 1921. 
And like 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 we just mentioned, uh, his older brother Stefan did die from a motorcycle accident back in 1970, 1977. Tweedy did not want Stewart to run his on his sister's company. He he like actually just before we uh, started recording, this guy Stewart behind me, he was the black sheep of the family. And what ended up happening was after inheriting uh, the company in, in the late 1990s, he then proclaimed himself as the sausage king. So he didn't have to do anything w- with his penis. He, he just really liked sausages. <laughs> like Lisa. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, if he actually did what was like, yeah, I'm a sausage king because I have a huge penis. Wrong industry, pal. <laughs> Young. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you nasty. So then what ended up happening was he inherited this company and because he was continuing to do the same family recipe, the USDA or the United States Department of Agriculture, obviously they have to get involved when it it comes to food. Well, they didn't really agree with what he with what the recipe called for, whether it was the type of seasoning, the way the sausages were being made. And with that being said, this is and this is also before Tweety had passed on. Tweety passed by from just natural causes. Uh, but he would often call his black sheep son or say to him, excuse me, that he will never amount to anything. <laughs> That's encouraging, isn't it? Right. That's, and I'm glad I have my dad here to ask that question. Like, like I would be so upset if you actually said that to me, like, Hey Jim, you know what? You're not going to do shit with your life, pal. <laughs> Save that for your brother. <laughs> Just kidding. Now, according uh, to friends, far family, the, far from the truth. No. Yeah. He did. That kid's actually got a, got a hair up his butt, right? Not a hair up his butt, but he's, he's going for it right now with, with yeah, what he's definitely motivated he's doing which is all that crypto stuff if, if anybody's wondering so tweety had again successfully ran this company before giving it over to his son very successfully mind you the sausages were, were known all over the world all over the u.s from coast to coast they were very very good sausages which is crazy that it came from san leandro no, it's just the way that his dad smoked them prior to all this, all these changes and like the pictures I sent you and you'll probably put upload them when you put out the podcast, it all started in his garage and everything in there was wood slated. There was no metal of anything. So natural smoke with the wood <clears throat> is what the whole issue was with the USDA until he had to go to stainless steel. The biggest argument that he had was the structure of using st- using stainless steel in the structure was going to basically not give it the correct taste that his formula called for. Right. So right. then his dad ended up doing it. His dad died. He took over the business. And it goes besides through. almost going to jail for attempted murder or yeah. assault with a deadly weapon on an older guy, <laughs> he was a violent dude. Which we're also going to be getting to. Yeah, I'm sorry to get ahead of you, but that's basically what happened. And the and the sauce, be honest with you, the sausage was good. Did Quick you ever story. eat it? Yeah, really. At Pens, yes, at Pens down the street by the ballpark, there was a lady that used to sell 
It was every Wednesday, linguisa sandwiches. Full linguisa with the bun, whatever you want, onions, kraut, everything on it. And I remember, look, I remember the logo on the side of her wagon was the Lo Dos Santos logo. It's actually, uh, it was another name he went by also. So when I went to the facility today, I remember that. She's no longer there, but when you were a Big kid, I was working there, huh? Huh? Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> but when you were a kid and I used to eat off of her wagon, she used to sell this guy's sausage. Wow. That sounds perverted. A little bit. You're talking about me talking about penises. She, yeah, she just used to shove them in people's mouths, man. It was pretty cool. <laughs> pretty much. She made a lot of money. She sold I'm out. sure anybody would. <laughs> it was really good. I'm not going to lie. Well, so like 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 you just said, um, yes, there was an issue with him. He would constantly get in trouble. He would constantly have a chip on his shoulder. Some some would say, and that is the father son relationship was very rocky. Now, as I just mentioned, Tweety always told his son, "You'll never amount to anything," which is not the best motivation for anybody. It was suggested by authorities that the main cause of this issue was from Tweety often being extremely verb often being extremely verbally abusive towards Stewart. No shit if you're calling him telling him that he's not gonna amount to anything. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Authorities also claimed that a seed was deeply planted into Stewart's anger and frustration was from his parents divorcing in 1971. Often manifested violence in relationships with other people, and specifically those in authority and or older. So like, like you just mentioned, yes, he did get in trouble for assault with a deadly weapon and pretty much putting this guy in the hospital over some uh, grass clippings. Yeah, just Those, yard work. Yeah, it was it was all yard work. Let me ask you, Joel, have you ever thought about punching somebody in the face because of grass? No, ever. Well, oh, actually, here's a better example. This is a couple weeks ago. Remember that guy who shot three people because of snow? Oh, yeah, yeah. He didn't shot that? himself. He, he shot himself, too? Him. Yeah, his three three bodies were dead. Hey, yeah, yeah. He killed, he was... killed himself. That was a graphic. I think. Did you send that to me? Mm -mm. No, Joel. Mm. Uh, I think we sent the end of sending to each other, but yeah, I seen that shit. That was insane. That's just over snow. That's just snow. But but also apparently from what I saw, it was like a long, uh, a long um, rivalry. Rivalry of the two neighbors. But even still, you're fucking old. Really, get over it. It's snow. Guess what, people. It fucking melts. Pee on it. It'll melt with your warm piss. Or turn yellow. Or turn yellow and then melt. You don't have to sit there and fucking sheets. That was fucked up. He, he came back with, he had a, he had a, I think a 40 or a 45 shot at them and then came back with a fucking AR-15 and shot the woman square in the face. Did you see that? No, I didn't get into the whole article. I actually didn't. I just saw... Did you see, see the, the video? I've seen him chasing people down. I didn't want to see it. I mean, oh, yeah. He fucking he lit him up. He even told her, he's like, you should mind your own fucking business. And then, pow, right in the face. 
Yeah, that guy. That guy was, that control, was twisted. Yeah, and then he went inside his house and killed himself. Yeah. Yeah, that guy was definitely broken. He was definitely broken. Much like Stewart, who beat up his uh, 76-year-old neighbor, Clifford Berg, like I had just mentioned, over grass clippings in 1996. He beat him so bad just before getting arrested, he said, I'll call the cops for you. That guy's pretty fucked in the head to be like, I'm going to fuck you up, and then... I'm going to have, have your back and call the cops for you, pal. Well, he's cocky. I mean, he thought, I, I know, I don't know if he caught, caught this or going to talk about it. He also ran for mayor. Yes, that's so, actually the next thing that's coming up. Okay, so so pursuing all that, he got to know the, you know, Saliandro, city of commerce, city manager, all that other stuff. So he thought he was. Look at him, though. He does look pretty fucking cocky, though, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't look like that when he died. No, he was a fat fuck when he died. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was. So, uh, yes, he did run for mayor of San Leandro, but he lost. Could anybody guess as to why he may have lost? Anger management. That could be. Are yelling at the other candidate? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Don't show up, you fuckers! I will shoot. <laughs> so the Imagine. pretty much the same. Yeah, no. What what ended up happening is obviously when you run for any type of official, whether or not even official, even if you um, apply for like a paramedic or even a cop, they go through your background. So they, they obviously pulled this up from a few years later, uh, a few years later of him beating up his fucking old neighbor. So they were like, yeah, we're not, we're not down with that. Thanks though. This is an Oakland pal. That's two blocks North. Which literally is where this house was. It's two blocks north is yeah. the border of Oakland and San Leandro. Yeah, this is actually right next to the uh, San Leandro BART station. Or for those who are out of state, the Bay Area Rapid Transit. Or train, depending on, on who you're talking to. So, this guy failed at becoming a mayor. He was still the black sheep of, of the family and was still was still running this 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 business he claimed that the only reason why he ran for mayor however was because he did not want to deal with the united states department of agriculture now if you're a mayor you're not you're not really taking care of that because it's a government agency not a city agency yeah it's federal it's federal so because of this he felt harassed by the USDA. The USDA made several reports on his sausage, actually much like, like you said earlier, the fact that it was overcooked, it was too salty, it curved too far to the right, and it didn't have the proper thickness. All of this, again, was overseen by the USDA and the, and the UCOC, the United Culinary Observation of Kitchen. Kitchen. UCOC, huh? Is yeah. that a real dude? <laughs> you cop is that real <laughs> the united culinary observation of kitchens yes all right you see okay i'm calling Alyssa right now to tell her to check your fucking web browser so these people would call this guy up and be like hey your sausage isn't big enough yeah 
<laughs> there we go. He's rubbing off on you now. <laughs> that's what he said. He said like one of the, the one of the complaints they made was that actually, was actually, yeah, off. that is correct. His his biggest complaint was the way they wanted him to smoke his sausage would actually shrink and it would affect his bottom line. If anybody smoked my sausage, it, it definitely wouldn't. That's that's obvious. That is ultimately what it was. He was bothered. He was harassed yeah he kept he kept claiming it it bothered his it basically uh he lost money he lost a lot of money yeah Yeah. so so no just for everyone listening and you yes ucock ucok is not real the yeah ucock ucok okay whatever dude the united it's not real it's not real. The United Culinary <laughs> Observation of Kitchens is not real. That's something that I made up while I was at, at work. <laughs> it, it sounded real. Yeah, I, was uh, I was about to say, I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past the government for them to make it. Oh my I was God. thinking too, like what can I what what abbreviation can I use that's not like hella long? What can I say? And then I was like, something with cock, just to just to be funny. And I was like, but it's two two C's, that's too many. And I was like, you cock. I was like, mm, what can I do with that? <laughs> so yes, he right. he felt that he was being harassed by you uh the USDA. Which actually wasn't wasn't the case. They were really looking out for the people. You can't right. sell you can't sell meat either undercooked, overcooked, or oh, uh, by the way, it's it's not because of the thickness or or or, or being curved over to the right either. Um, salty, salty. You sound like that Peroni's disease commercial where they have a fucking a penis erectional fixing type pill or whatever type shit. <laughs> Is it called Peroni's disease? Have I don't know. That? Yeah, that's for real. I, I I watch a lot of late night TV, and that comes on. No, oh, you needed the blue rhino in Hennessy. The blue rhino. <laughs> <laughs> the blue rhino is a fucking dick. Honestly, I've heard some night some some nightmare stories of 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 those pills. Yeah, I. I I, I probably heard the same thing and then I heard another I heard a podcast years ago it was they were giving them out free at uh, why would LA you take Gay that Pride. free uh, who would who would take that freely Los Angeles Gay Pride Week <laughs> they were handing them out free during their parade and they used to snort them oh there were so many stiff penises there <laughs> that's exactly why they did it I, I it was from that girl, Su- Suzanne Phillips, Hot Talk LA was her podcast. And she was videotaping li- or doing an audio podcast live from the show. And she was right next to the, uh, I don't know if it was Blue Rhino or not, but Boner Pill stand. And what the hey, everybody, Boner Pills. <laughs> they were coming up, crushing them and snorting them. And they would go on their business with stiffies through the whole parade. Good God! Can you imagine how uncomfortable that is? It's uncomfortable sitting down with with a hard on, or even laying down. Yeah. Sometimes, Can you imagine just walking around full fucking stiff. No, dude, it hurts. Just bumping, to in, 
you, you imagine just imagine like so crowded and you're trying to like squeeze through people like this and you're just smacking them right son, right son, in the thigh did you hear what i said the facility the, the festivity was some people was may not like that sir anybody in that genre i'm sure did not have a problem <laughs> that's a lot of handles i guess so Dude, that lifestyle. That's what you imagine if, if somebody fell, you just gotta reach down and grab them. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> no, that's all right. Your ass will stay on the ground. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. <laughs> somebody help me up. Here you go, sir. Hold on. Hold on right here. So anyway, no, no, you, you fall forward. <laughs> So, oh shit! You guys are bringing the worst out of Joel. Man, it's we, making a great Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> so he would he would also save all of these letters, and he would uh, Stewart would save all of these letters and save all of these emails, and he would regular regularly mock them to his mother, literally like he was a kid. Like, ooh, they're sending me another letter about undercooked sausages. And he would do it constantly. He would do it to his mom and his secretary. It would constantly, and he would const, constantly say in a mocking tone, the meat is over the regular temperature to be served to the public. Well, yeah, it's not supposed to be overcooked. That's the whole reason why you're getting into this and selling it to the people. You're trying to make a profit out of it. Just and that's business. also when, what? Just the business, just the, the, the lineage of his, of his dad's uh, creation, what he yeah. brought from his from his country. Mm-hmm. Now, his the, the actual business was shut down twice while Stewart was operating it. It, it was shut down twice by the by the USDA, and the, and the two biggest complaints, like like I said, was that the sausage was smoked at 140 degrees fahrenheit however the family recipe called for 144 so he was still cooking them but the but the usda told them no it needs to be done this way and it it needs to be changed from a from a a a wooden it was actually wood and brick yeah uh oven to a muddle a muddle jesus stainless steel metal metal stainless steel oven this, the king stated multiple times that the inspectors would constantly go there and harass him. Again, this is something that I've said earlier. But it would also damage his pockets. Now, just like we said earlier too, he would he would be fine for this, especially with the, with the business being shut down. He was losing money. And because he has already an inflamed ego, him not having the money, he's going to get upset. After each shutdown, the king ruled that their decision uh, ruled their decision and opened the factory against their wishes, basically saying "fuck you" to to them. So he still stayed in operation, even though they tried shutting them down, which is crazy, because that's even a bigger fine. Welcome to quarantine. Yeah. No yeah. Shit, all right. <laughs> so finally, the last the Drake's. Your beard tastes really good. Just letting you know. That one's strong. Yeah, this is. I, yeah, I, I just said laughed, <laughs> laughed. 
<laughs> the last straw was finally that finally broke the camel's back, and this was in June two, 2000 on the 21st. Another notice, another notice of violation was being served to them. There was four federal health inspectors returning to the factory. They were Gene Hillary, Thomas Quardros, Quardros, Quardos. Quartos. Thank you. Quartos. There we go. See, I have to hear it to actually say it. Because if I'm reading it, I'm slow. I'm, it's, it's not coming out good. Williams, Shayline, and Earl Willis. This time hoping to be a, a, accompanied by the San, San Leandro police as backup to USADA. USADA. God damn. It's not MMA, dude. I know. <laughs> I keep reading it like it's USADA. USDA. Hoping, it's a USDA. USDA. USDA hoping to be backed up by the San Leandro police. However, according to the SLPD records, this was not an emergency call at the time, and they failed to arrive. I mean, how do you guys feel about that whole situation. They obviously didn't follow up there on their own records. I mean, hell, he's already been detained. He has a record for being violent. Uh, <clears throat> they dropped the ball as far as I'm concerned. Joel? I mean, it sounds like, you know, the guy was just doing it to himself. That too. Yeah. And, but but it, it's 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 also kind of fucked up because they're 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 I'm sure they told him like hey we've had to deal with this guy several times before. The dude's very irate sometimes. He gets pissed off. He already has a, a, a record for whooping some old from whooping some old dude's ass. You might have an at least one squad car come out, and they didn't even send one. Can you just imagine like so a, a lot of what just of what what I'm about to say could have been avoided by having at least. One cop car there, at least just minimum. No prior, yeah, just a courtesy, just to have somebody there to um, mediate. <clears throat> but unfortunately, but unfortunately, that didn't happen. So on that day, at around three thirty p.m., the king noticed the inspectors were coming to the factory. He actually saw them walking up that driveway. So, for everybody who's wondering, and I'm not sure if if anybody saw today or the other day, since this will be released on Wednesday. You actually visited the area mm-hmm. where all, all of this happened. And there was a there's a walkway that leads up to where the where the um where the back of that the actual smokehouse. The yeah, actual smokehouse is a converted barn. And if you look at the picture, um you'll be able to see the upper structure, which is the gable of the which would be the smoke stack, is what the smoke used to come out of. But with the picture, it shows the stainless steel doors with the outside being the timer. So if you look down the driveway, you'll see the stainless steel door on the left. The house is the original structure. The building to the right, which was called the Manor Washington Club or something like that. The building's still there. The marquee is still up, but there's no longer a business. But it's the same structure that's been there since the 60s. Yeah. And 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 what it is now the the other structure there it's actually a a, a bar, it's a yeah. bar. People go there. It's people go there and, and patrons, uh, from from other articles when I read it, 
I, th- I think at, at the time also it, it was still some type of bar, but but it wasn't called the Washington Club. But it, <laughs> when people from like East Bay Times or like SF Gate came over and talked to them, they were like, they were just literally sitting there like this, and they were like, "Yeah, the guy shot him," and you know, we just kept drinking. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Honestly, that's actually kind of like a time when uh, my wife and I. We went to uh, Black Horse over in in Hayward. It's it's where the old on Hesperian. Yeah, yeah, on Hesperian and what is that? Washington. What is it? Wait, are you talking about Dark Dark Horse Lounge or Dark Horse Lounge? That's right. That's right. That's right. Dark Horse Lounge. So we we went bar? there one. Huh? Is that the hookah bar you guys used to go to? No, 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 no. This is an actual bar. Oh, bar bar. Yeah, we pull in. <laughs> it's not funny, and I don't mean to giggle, but we pull in, and everyone's just quiet. Like there's no music playing, there's nothing going on, and they're all looking out. We walk in, and everyone's got their eyes focused outside of the fucking building, looking towards the street. We're like, every what's everyone looking at? And the bartender's like, we just saw somebody get killed. <laughs> We're like, what? He's like, yeah, old man left the bar, walked across the street, and a car fucking flew by and sent him fucking 25 feet into the air, and he hasn't moved for the last 12 minutes. <laughs> and no one wants to walk around. And nobody fucking went over there to go check on him. <laughs> a bunch of fucking drunk old dudes fucking like, yeah, we just, <laughs> it's like this. Yeah, we just Here's saw him. You, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, 25 feet fucking crazy. <laughs> should have been there walked walk the other way should have waited till closing <laughs> you should have got, you should have got a hooper <laughs> so oh my God. Uh, going back to the story at around 3 30 p.m like i said the king noticed the inspectors inspectors walking up to the factory having enough of what they were sending him and all of the harassment, Stewart, quote, uh, walk out of his office and then back into to the, the lobby of, of the building, walked back into his office, came out, and fired 20 shots at all four inspectors. He shot at them with a 45, hand, uh, 45 millimeter... Caliber. 45 caliber handgun again this beer is really good he shot hillary uh what was the uh other name quiero's cuartos hillary cuartos and shaylin they were all hit multiple times willis was the only one who actually ran away uh that was earl willis he was the only one to run away and survive this whole thing. The king attempted to shoot Willis, but uh, during a short foot chase, but the chase was unsuccessful because, again, he wasn't this size when he was chasing him. He was a, he was probably a, a good three hundred pounds when he was. <laughs> See, he, he he probably ran for a solid three seconds and was like, "Yeah, fuck that. I'll just start shooting." Yeah, because bullets travel faster. The king instead returned back to the lobby 
uh, and then shot all three men in the head. So he already shot shot them, and then came back and was like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'm just gonna finish finish them off." When San Leandro police arrived on the scene, with the now emergency calls from everybody and the fucking drunk patrons at the bar, like, "Yeah, some guy just he just shot him." I heard multiple shots. We're sitting here drink with with Ted, and <laughs> we're sharing a beer. Hear a couple shots. Might as well call you guys. <laughs> oh, man, I would have left, bro. What the hell? Yeah, no. Are you kidding me, dude? Go to any dive bar. You'll find every person there. If anything were to ha- hello, perfect example was a story that I just told. They witnessed a guy he had hit by a fucking car, and they were like, "Cheers to you, still to Howie or fucking whatever." <laughs> Stuart uh, then walked out to the police and, and, and said, I'm the one that you're looking for. With witnesses and uh, with witness reports and surveillance video, because all of this was caught in the lobby of his building, it was all on video of him coming out and just firing. The Sausage King was arrested and booked on three counts of homicide. The King tried to plead insanity after the murders on his trial. The ongoing harassment from the USDA drove him into an uncomfortable rage, is, is what he said and what lawyers said. But that plea was unsu- unsuccessful. And on October, on October 19th, 2004, the king was convicted of three counts of first-degree murder. And then a few months later, he was condemned to death by lethal injection. And then on December 27th in 2005, while on death row in San Quentin prison, Stuart Alexander, a.k.a. the Sausage, a.k.a. the Sausage King, died of pulmonary embolism. Embolism. You know what that is. Go ahead and tell yes, us. <laughs> it's when your vessels... Uh, <clears throat> His clock. penis exploded? No. It's a traveling. That's a blood clot. (laughs) (laughs) It's sausage. The the sausage exploded. It burst and it hurts really bad. (laughs) The Santos Linguisa sausage factory is no longer a business, as as mentioned before, like like how you just said, it's now completely out of business. It's it's a it's a home that's still occupied by by people. Yeah. And uh Instead, what you will find there is the dive bar, Washington Club. So that is There's the actually story. two of them. There's the Washington Club, and right across the street is an old Mexican nightclub that oh, your yeah. grandmother that your grandmother used to go to called the Little Club. And it's literally all it is is a small house. The bar was probably 500 square feet, but it was the rage back in the 80s. I can believe that, especially with with it was. With, with uh, that grandma (laughs) well joel uh what do you think about that 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 story something that that you ever heard about being a uh, bay area native no man that's that's pretty common dude you know road rage literally i've seen people get out of their car and just like you know you know smack another person's window it's just that's pretty common out here man i mean people just get buck wild for no reason yeah yeah, and and you grew up over here too, back in the eighties and the seventies and eighties too, Dad. Was shit like this always happening? Well, 
Um, actually, what I think what's bringing it more to everybody's attention is stuff like this, podcasting, you know, the web investigators, YouTube, people bringing it back up. You know, I'm sure it happened more often than usual. It just was never videotaped. It was probably yeah. never recorded. It was probably something, you know, you took an ass whooping and went on. Hopefully you didn't get killed. Especially back <clears> in the uh, day. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of firearms back then. Everything was either a stick or a knife or really a fucking a stomping. You would get your ass whooped, especially at a bar. Um, yeah, it's just more it's more apparent now because of people who do podcasts like us. I mean, can you imagine? I know that what we do is for fun and it's kind of a hobby, but can you imagine the dude's family who has to see it all the time? It's on A&E. It's on YouTube. It's on Discovery Channel. Look no. at your cousin Mark. Your cousin Mark, who investigated the LA cheerleader murder. Yeah, that, that's know? a that's a story that I wanted to talk about too. But yeah, I, well, I, I remember, he it and he talks about it. And you know, we were going to approach him one time, and he's like, "You know, just let that lady rest." Yeah, and that was a very popular story in eighty. I think it was eighty. No, that was the nineties. That had 90s. to be. Yeah, yeah, because she was an LA Raiders. She was an LA Raider cheer, cheerleader. Yeah. So for yeah, everybody no, who's a, wondering about that story, a woman who was a, a Raiderette right. was going to a photo shoot with some guy and he ended up killing her. Well, mm-hmm. she disappeared. She, no one knew where she was. She just knew that, that she, they just knew that she went to a photo shoot. She was gone for like months though, right? Uh, yeah, they reported her after a few days, but then they couldn't. They, I think they ended up catching him and then he ended up telling them where they were. Yeah, at. and he buried her. actually. Yeah. He actually buried her like in the middle of fucking nowhere, like Los Angeles desert, national forest, or outside of the desert. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that was your cousin Mark. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle that, Mark that that found all of that. Yeah, he was a lead investigator, lieutenant, and then he ended up being captain, and then chief of police for Murrieta County. Just putting out all, all, just put out all of his business. No, that's right. Hey man, where does he live at now? He lives. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you got to I mean, give the guy his props. You know, he yeah. went through. I mean, we've seen plenty of his heyday photos when he was undercover. All the busts he did, all the other shit. And those I mean, photos were give crazy. The guy too. Props for thirty years of servicing yeah. and all the shit he went through. He's retiring. He's retired and living life. I'm loving every minute of it. Well, uh, Joel, what do you think? So what but, but what do you think about this whole story? Is it is it something that, that you would thought of? Like did you ever think anything like that were to happen here? Nah man, honestly no idea. Just like your dad said, you know, new age media such as podcasts and Instagram and all that is really bringing these stories to life. It's just like the episode thirty nine that you guys did. That shit's still crazy to me. I had no idea, man. And that's literally in our own backyard. Yeah. Like an yeah. hour drive, two hour drive, but exactly, yeah. A lot of people didn't didn't. Uh, oh, oh. Speaking of, I th- and I'm not sure if I said it, but there's a person who I work with, who works out, or worked out, I should say, worked out at the same gym as his son. Yeah, I and that's how he knew him. That's how he yeah. knew this whole story. That's. I mean, I'm sure there's so many. Can you imagine all the. Black Panther stories, 
No, dude, there's all the hundreds. The there has that, to be. Yeah, and, and the generations that have passed since then and people who don't talk about it anymore unless yeah, there's an affiliation, like your buddy who worked out with the son of this cult leader, sadist Marcus Wilson. Molester. Yeah. Yeah, yeah when I told my boys story. about that story, they, they looked at me and they're like, no, nah, it's not true. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, this is dude who was the father and grandfather of these kids. And they're like, what? Yeah. And I was like, it was like, 20 kids and they're like what they looked at me they're like dude this is like a make me all like no man and i sent them the link to you guys to the profile and they were like shit that's crazy dude it's, yeah. it's insane and yeah. there's another story that i just found out that happened in fresno too which i we we will be talking about this right. is another person who i work with and this particular case uh the guy that i work with the the person who was caught was his fucking manager at Panera Bread. <laughs> Please tell me there dude. wasn't no secret sauce in the... In the oh, just wait, dude. I'm sure there was <laughs> because the shit that he told me... By the way, we're saying... we're Him and I were talking about this and, and you guys know where I work. So there's people walking everywhere between us, around us. And we're like, wait a minute, this guy did what? This guy grabs someone. He, he's like, yeah, he just ran up and grabbed someone's tit. I was like, Whoa, okay. <laughs> yeah, sad. dude. Well, listen, Joel, thank you very, very much for coming back on, man. This was cool. No, no, it's a pleasure, man. This this was really cool. I, I'm I'm so excited about this. That's going to be the new background, too. I'm putting yeah, that back sure. here. That's got to be on everything, man. That, that's that's on be. everything. Yeah, the sure. logo's dope. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No Much problem. No problem making it. There's a lot of history behind that. And I don't think you really realize it until we, we just told you. And it, it was spot on. hundred really percent spot on. Yeah. Even the, even the ACDC shirt has a lot of history and nostalgia for us. Hey, go ahead. Just say it. Just say it. The funny one was with your brother when we're in Vegas. It's <laughs> <laughs> the right? first thing that I thought of. Yeah, the, we, we, he his brother was fit. It was Jim's twenty first birthday. We took him to Vegas. Obviously, we were shit faced. The the Dude, evening theme was called Epic, we and my cousin started buying us gone. footballs. Footballs, you know, like a thirty. I think it was like a thirty two ounce football of literally Guinness. this size, this size. Oh, Guinness. And uh, no, it was beer, Guinness beer. So we were all drinking it, and my younger son, his brother Joaquin, was fifteen at the time. And he got hammered. I really didn't know he was getting this wasted. Uh, he I did he when he when we put fucking Patron into a water bottle, and I'm like, we're handing out water bottles. Like, here, everyone take one. And somebody handed him the water bottle full of Patron, and he fucking slammed it down to like half. And we're yeah. like, what are you doing? He's like, you guys just handed it to me, so I just drink it. Yeah. <laughs> so by the end of the night, we walk up on Fremont Street, and there's a cover band. They're talking, they're drinking, they're uh, singing uh, "Thunderstruck." TNT, "Thunderstruck." He's like, "Hey, I know that fucking song." And I'm looking at my kid. How does he know about ACDC? And it was the funniest thing. And every <laughs> time we think, every time we think about ACDC, we think about Vegas and my younger son, his brother. And at the time, his hair wasn't as long, or it's actually short it now. Was, it was long, yeah. It was, but it was like right here. But it was long enough to where wherever he moved, his hair <laughs> was with him. So if he looked up and down, it would bounce like this, like little springs. 
And so he's, he's sitting there and he's chunky. He's a little chunkier at the time. So he's like, <laughs> no, like this. He's like, I fucking know that song. And his hair is just doing this the whole time. <laughs> it's just joking. Like, like something out of, uh, what is it? What's that movie? Wayne's World? Exactly. Oh, exactly. That whole, we, we were so fucking wasted. We ended up getting a ride back to Hooters where our hotel was at. And yeah. me, his uncle, and my son were in the van. And we're talking. And this is Fremont Street, so it's on the opposite side of the strip. So me and his uncle are talking, and I just happened to look. Uh-oh. What happened? Nothing. My screen just went blank. Screen's there probably went on. Your, your mic's – hold on, your mic. There you go. All right, how about now? Yeah, you're, good. Right. you're yeah. good. So we get in the van. We get a, a taxi. And me and his uncle were talking, and I'm looking at my son because he's hanging his head out the thing so he doesn't throw up in the van. And we're on the freeway, and we look at each other, and we're like, hey, where's Bo? <laughs> so I call my brother, who's in the other van. I'm like, hey, is Bo with you guys? They're like, no, he's with you. We left this fucker at the other end of the strip. <laughs> they left me on fucking Fremont. I literally handed my dad a beer. I said, <laughs> I'm going to go take a piss. Hold my beer. I'll be right back. He, and he, I didn't realize how drunk he was because I was drunk. And he was like, okay. And yeah. I, I go take a piss and I come back and there is nobody. Like no. they dipped. And I'm like, where the fuck? These motherfuckers left me. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll flag over a taxi. That taxi ride was crazy too because I, I, I didn't realize how drunk I was until I got into the into the taxi and i'm asking none of us realize as soon as we stopped walking and the air hit our face dude i mean the stratosphere was like going like this i mean everything i don't see how i was going to drive back to get you i would have never made it i'm glad you <laughs> took a taxi I, I dude i was so uh, so i get into the taxi and i'm at we're not even we hadn't even pulled away yet and i'm like hey dude be honest is this like taxi cab confessions like <laughs> What do you say? <laughs> and well, I mean, I'm not gonna do his accent, but he was like, "Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's kind of like it." I'm like, "What's the craziest story?" He's like, "Well, before I picked you up, I had three chicks fucking in the back seat." I'm like, "I'm sitting in their juices right now." <laughs> <laughs> Look, can you imagine trying to drive like? Yeah, no. he's, uh, exactly dude he he damn near turned around and was like yeah this they were doing that right there and then one of them was over here like he 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 would turn around i'm like i don't even care if your eyes are on the road right now this is a great story <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was interesting oh and then, and then yeah. after that I tried he just to... drove he didn't like say like hey what's up party for like room for another one no yeah. no i'm sure he just enjoyed i'm sure he enjoyed that fucking dash that dash cam camera like hours later he probably oh. went back there he probably went back there and sniffed that seat for a while oh you know he, he did you know he did that guy was he, he, he's probably a creep <laughs> well listen oh Joel, my god the floor is yours please tell people where they could find you at man uh, well you guys can uh, go in um I mean, you can navigate through Jimmy and um, Big Jim's uh, IG and find me, uh, Munoz Diseños. Just spell out M-O-O-N-O-Z, and then, you know, everything else should pop up. Uh, that first name, is that first part is pretty unique. But there you guys can see my designs. I do work from, you know, pixel art to vector design. 
I am still currently running through some um, websites because I'm pretty trying to create something pretty original. But yeah, I mean, right now my commissions are closed. Um, I do have another company I'm slowly working with. I don't know if you guys seen my latest post. Of this dude was, was a was a bump helmet and he's got night vision goggles. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one we just had on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, um, like we um. <clears throat> So uh, apparently in the army, it's like a pretty big thing to have like patches, Velcro patches. And there's like several companies out there that have like, you know, these like bump helmet dudes with night vision goggles. So, you know, my boy wanted me to create something for him in his image. So I grabbed his photo and I like put a bump helmet and night vision goggles. So we're, we got patches coming out and um, stickers too. But yeah, you can see all my work and, you know, everything is just all me, all drawn by hand, you know. It's just something that I love to do. And um, I mean, hey, feel free to message me and I'll try to get you on cue if you're really interested in, in you know, having me as your designer. Yeah. So are you doing this full-time, full-time or are you still working your other job? I'm working my other job, man. This is something I do, you know, when I get home, like literally all like, I probably start getting to work on this like around 10 and I'll be up to like one, two in the morning and then I go to sleep and then I wake up like around six, seven. So, yeah, this is literally my night job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my so is job. this. So is this. You know, um, but yeah, dude, no, that's that's actually really cool. Yeah, one of the first ones that I saw, and I eventually started following him, and I can't, I can't think, think of the name right now, but he's a uh, photographer, and he and he did something out in Oakland, and you did the Oakland Tribune building. Oh, Kike's lenses. That's that one. Dude, yeah, that oh, I saw that and I was like, holy shit, that's fucking amazing! And then you started doing all, all these little uh taco carts and uh, and all these other, and, and then you the the most recent one too was uh, what was that drip? Yeah, the these uh, these guys hit me up because they seen another logo I did um for a uh, car detailing. They basically wanted me to redesign their logo or basically add another uh, compartment to it. So they already had something made, but they wanted a car. So they gave me a picture of a car and they're like, we want this car, but we want it uh, white. So I was like, all right, cool. So literally every like stroke of line, you know, I think my iPad recorded like a thousand strokes. Jeez. So, yeah. So how, do you, how do you, how do you go about actually charging somebody for those? So do you go off the size of the design, the type of design, the additional design, something like that? um it's just more so the quality of work um you know depending how long it'll take me like you know i always have uh, care creatures those usually take me like about a week it's just because i don't it's only like a part-time thing i do so i only get to squeeze in like two hours a day into this type of work so as compared to like logos like letterings or simple designs like that like i can knock that out in an hour or two but like something that does the requires like details, like you know, I charge basically like, all right, you want something quality like this? This is my prices. But you're gonna get like, you know, top notch. You're gonna get, and I, I give all the files, so I don't withhold anything. I give, I release all the files to them, so you're able to use it for printing T-shirts for your social media or anything at all. Because there's some people that will only give you one or two files, and they'll yeah. charge you extra for other files. Yeah. That's fucking that's that's dude. Honestly, that's really cool though, and especially knowing you personally and and from where I first met you, honestly, I didn't know that you were this talented. 
and I'm very glad that we've kept kept this friendship. Uh, Snapchat days. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think I actually just posted one on 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 Instagram. Yeah, the the super saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> we used fun. to have contests where literally with our fingers we were just on our iPhone, the iPhone four, what it was. It was I, yeah, I hated it we would, so much. We'd that be on Snapchat was, just drawing on ourselves. That shit was so fucking difficult. <laughs> But yeah, we had like 12, 16 hours to do it. And most of the old people we took care of were asleep. Yeah, that's also <laughs> very true. <laughs> Either they were asleep or something else happened. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy well, Joel, would get caught playing with his Peter all the time. <laughs> or, the one, or the one in the gurney. <laughs> yeah. Well, Joel, man, thank you very much for coming back on, man. I, I, I really appreciate it. This was fun. And we cannot thank you enough for that fucking awesome logo. I'm literally, I'm, I'm taking that right after this and I'm putting it right on fucking it, on Instagram. Yeah. Put it on, yeah, no, put it on everything. It's my yeah. I, I love, I love helping small businesses. That's my expertise. You know, like I, um, out of all the requests, I push forward small businesses first, you know, compared yeah. to like someone that's already well established and yeah. all that. I mean, with all due respect, it's just, you know, small businesses are really trying to get out there. And, I, and especially under, someone understanding, you know, my sister and everyone else who start, who's got their company starting, I'm like, you know, I know the struggle. Like, let me try to help you guys out as quick as possible. Yeah, exactly. Well, listen, uh, you have a wonderful evening, man. <clears throat> thank you so much for, for coming on. We can't thank you enough. I, and I hope this story was was something that that was interesting to everybody listening to and to everybody watching and even to uh, you joel because i i know this is something that you probably didn't really know of no but, idea uh, man with that being said ladies and gentlemen this was episode oh shit we're on 42 yeah this is episode 42 hey yeah. all right <laughs> two more weeks you guys get episode 50 that's right or no no, two no, more, no, no. A few two more months two more months two more months yeah yeah, yeah. But uh, thank yeah, you. We're, we're for, definitely for... yeah. We've been we've been lucky with the people that we have. Lucky, same as you, you know the the community that we're in. You know our biggest competitors are obviously the superstars from Joe yeah. Rogan to Shaquille O'Neal to <clears throat> Kevin know, Hart. all these other athletes. Yeah, comedics and actors. So we kind of found our niche with the with the small community that we're in, and we're supported. I mean, I've been buy, one at least once a week. I buy merchandise from somebody. You know, from shirts to hats to buttons to stickers, <clears throat> and I have them on my table, or I have I usually wear like uh, Eric's hat. I just look suspicious. Oh, I wear that hat all the time. Hey, I mean I this hat, hat right here. Time. This hat right here. Yeah. Semi stupid, David Brubaker. Shout out to to semi stupid man. Shout out yeah, to so. Amanda and, and uh, Cassidy of Drinking the Cool Air yeah. podcast. I mean, we literally yeah. have these everywhere. Yeah. Dude, I, ha- I even that- have your stickers plastered all over my fucking thermal right now what yeah, stickers for you know i have no i don't uh, have any joel stickers i'll send you some you're like yeah, my neighbor anyway joel. you're right down the street thanks joel are you were you at hayward yeah i'm right off of garen park oh i didn't know that yeah we're, i'm right over but actually did you know they're rebuilding the the theater here the one that caught fire on this period <laughs> yeah the one that's caught fire a few times yeah they've got a new roof They've got all the interior structure already retrofitted and uh, really? it should be opening. Yeah. I did not should know be that. opening uh, either summer or fall of this year. No shit. Hell yeah. That'll be yeah, nice. It's nostalgic. It's real nostalgic. 
Well, as long as they don't catch on fire again. <laughs> again. <open. laughs> yeah, it's been Sausage time, King so coming back here. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. hit me up. Send me some swag or some merch. And again, send me a link. Like I said, I, I definitely support all of our people and uh we can't do it nothing. We can't do enough for all the smaller communities like ourselves. Hundred percent, so. yeah. Yeah. That's why we're still around. Yeah. So thank you, Joel. Thank you for, for coming on. Thank you. Hope I hope everybody enjoyed this. I hope you two in, enjoyed this story too. And uh next week, uh we're probably gonna take a break ne- next week, but We'll we'll keep everybody posted. Yeah. Thank you for coming on, man. Peace. No I hope problem, man. Thank you guys for having show. me on. Have a good night, man. See ya. Right, you too.